with Kim Gravel. Hey, 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 Kim Gravel here with LOL with Kim Gravel. It's going to be a great day in podcast land because, um, Zach, we've got a great show today. I'm really excited about our guest. It's Amanda Munns, and she started this fashion charity that gives back to the community. Talk about a boss babe. Wait till you hear her story and how she's, you know, changing lives one pair of pants, one top at a time. It's amazing. And later on in the show, I'm going to be giving you tips and tricks on how to use duct tape when it comes to fashion. I'm a little scared about that, Kim. Like, I, it's, I feel like... Practi- Zach, it's practical ways that duct tape can change your fashion life. So we're not kidnapping anyone. We're not duct taping anyone. <laughs> no, and we're not duct taping any ducks. Okay, we're just absolutely learning how we can use duct tape in our everyday life for fashion. You know what? I got to tell you something really quick. You want to you wanna get your little um, encouragement for the day? I do. Yeah. Okay. What do you got for me? So I had a friend text me last night and said, oh my gosh, I love the podcast so much. Da, da, da. I love Zach. Hey, you know what? Someone mentioned me in a five-star review a few weeks ago, and I was like, that's the first time I've been mentioned in a review, and it really tickled me. Oh, it was just, it was like, I love Kim and Zach, but like, thank you for acknowledging me, fans. People love you because you are smart, bright, sweet. And very awkward on this show. (laughs) But that is your charm, my love. Okay. That is your charm. I mean, and you go all in with the awkwardness. I say like, be who you are. Yeah. Be who you are. Yeah, I thanks love for it. that. Uh, now that we're talking about fans, someone actually did send like a really funny message. We've been having we've been having fans um, leave us voicemails, which you can go to our website, lolkim.com, and oh, leave yeah, us a voicemail, yeah. which is so much fun. Please leave us one. People have been sending us messages. People have been reviewing the show. We love all of that. So you keep have it to review the show so that we can keep it going and keep it growing. What, what yeah. was one? Of, what was one of the messages? So this is a voicemail, but this voicemail really tickled me because I just like I just thought well, the it was fact so that funny. you said tickled. Makes me tickled. <laughs> okay, listen to this voicemail. All right, let's from, hear, let's hear. From Liz. Okay. Hello, Miss Kim. It's Liz from Florida. I just want to give you a heads up that I'm interested in your dance crew. Interested in your dance crew, Kim. What's, What's your dance, dance crew? crew? What's your guess- dance crew? Are you hiding a secret dance crew from us, Kim? Tell us tell about you. it. I'll you. Um... The fact that I'm so pleased, the fact she thinks I have a dance crew because I can't even walk up a flight of steps, much less do a dance. But if I do start a dance crew, Liz, I will call you and Zach will be on it. He will be in his unitard and he will be sitting there doing his shuck and jive, shake a a groove thing. It's not going to be pretty, but it will be entertaining. We'll do it. Liz, the dance crew, and we're going to call it the LOL crew. That's what we're going to call it. I love that. So sweet. We're going to, that is really sweet. Let me tell you something. I am, I love to see young girls reaching out and being involved and trying to get involved in things mm-hmm. in their schools mm-hmm. and in dance crews and band and acting and sports, you know, girl power, girl power. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, tell me, tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is good as she thinks. 
ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. ZocDoc will show you top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same-day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim. ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. We're back. We're back. All right, Zach, I told you earlier in the show that I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Because Amanda Munns, she is the founder of the Fashion Foundation. Okay, so you had me at fashion and you had me at foundation. She started this like, Zach, when she was 23 years old. So what were you doing at 23? Chasing tail. What was I doing at 23? Yeah, I think <laughs> chasing tail. Chasing women. Chasing women and drinking. What um, were you doing? No, because I, I met my wife in co- a freshman year of college. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if yeah. you knew that, Kim. All I right, did. all right. I was just giving you a hard time. I know. But, what were you doing um, what at 23? I was, I was like getting people coffee on reality TV sets, I think, is what I was doing <laughs> when I was 23. Were. Yeah. You were, yeah, 23. Um, I can't remember that far back. So um, thank God we can talk about Amanda, because I'm sure she will remember what she was doing at 23, because she was starting this foundation. And I want everybody to get involved and help her out, because I so believe that, you know, what she's doing can really change. And you say, how can, like, a top or a blouse or a donated item in fashion can change the world? Wait till you hear how she's doing it, like, one blouse at a time. It's amazing. Um, Shall we just bring her in? Let's just Let's get do going. It, Kim. That's so inspiring. I can't wait to hear her story. I know. It's, it's good. It's a good one. And, and it gives me a lot of hope for future generations because uh, she gets it. Welcome, Amanda, to LOL We Kim Gravel. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited you're here. I absolutely am obsessed with what you do. But just right off the bat, Amanda, I want you to tell everybody what the Fashion Foundation is all about and what you do. So basically, I started it. It's a nonprofit. I get designers from around the world to donate product that they basically don't need anymore, whether that's a sample or finished production. Designers give me whatever they don't want. We then sell those pieces on our website for a fraction of the retail cost, up to 98% off. um, And anybody around the world can purchase this. And then we use the proceeds to help local underprivileged kids throughout New York. How did you begin this? I mean, like, how did you... Because honestly, fashion is now... uh, Brick and mortar stores are really not a thing of the past, but a lot less than what they used to be. So all of this dot-com and all of this social media selling, all this online selling is so popular. So this is like a timely, 
you know, moment in time for you to be doing this foundation. But how did you get started? Like, did you start in fashion? I think you said you did start in fashion. So the funny part is I was actually a tomboy most of my life. I wore, (laughs) if you ask my family, I wore the same blue t-shirt and blue sweat, uh, black sweatpants for, I'm not exaggerating, probably five to 10 years. And my aunt would beg me to go shopping. I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. And then wait a minute, did you wash these clothes or was this like, did you have, did you, okay, okay. We washed the clothes. My poor mom had to probably wash the same shirt every single day. Right. And that was just my staple wardrobe. I just was a tomboy. And then at some point in high school, um, I guess this kind of switch happened in my life. And Mm -hmm. I, got really into fashion and I was always a creative person. I've always been very into art and I can sketch and draw and all those things. So fast forward to high school, it's really cool. But my high school on Long Island in New York actually has a program where you can leave the high school and go to like a trade school for half of the day. Perfect. Um, Yeah. So they had fashion and like automobile stuff and all these different cosmetology. And I ended up going for fashion. And so I would leave my high school throughout my junior and senior year for half the day and go to this fashion program, which is so cool that like we even had that opportunity. And so cool. You know, yeah, it's it's not normal. It's really not like a normal schooling. And it's just I feel really lucky that I had that opportunity. And yeah, so at 16, I would like we learned how to sew and create garments and we learned the business side of it. And it's almost like a pre-college program. And um, I quickly learned that I wasn't great at fashion design. And and there was a lot of people that were much better than me. So um, I kind of started to think of like fashion business and all of that stuff. And Mm. I landed my first internship in fashion at 16 years old, which is like unheard Unheard of. of. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 16 years old. 16. I'm not even yep. going to ask Zach what he was doing at 16. <laughs> I was probably in the back of a car making out with somebody on a Friday Night Lights moment. So 16 years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, I just got a really lucky head start in fashion. And then, so the second crazy part of that is I stayed at that internship as a paid intern for five years, which again is unheard of to have like this. And you paid too? Wow. I paid for five years. So... I had a really lucky head start in the industry. Like most people mm-hmm. at 16 are like, you know, you're working at a supermarket and an ice cream shop. And my friends were doing that. And I was like sitting in on buying meetings and in sample wow. closets. Yeah. So that was really, that's a long-winded answer of like, that was my start in fashion. Well, let me ask you something. What did you learn in that internship? There's a lot of people listening right now that would love to get into fashion. And you know, I have a fashion line too. And we'll talk about how we can partner with the Fashion Foundation later on. But people don't understand what goes into fashion. They think it's just so glamorous and fabulous and pa pa pa. Can talk about what you learned during these internships? Because I want to say to everybody listening, if you want to know how to get into fashion or how to get into whatever uh, TV, fill in the blank, however you want to pursue your career pursuits, an internship is a great way. And you were blessed to get paid for yours. So a especially lot of if it's paid. paid, yeah. Especially yeah. if it's yeah. paid, right? So tell me what you learned during that process that has empowered you now to start the Fashion Foundation when you did. And we we can actually talk about this part too. Um, I run the Fashion Foundation, but I actually also teach as a college professor at a fashion wow. college in New York now for the last two years. And all of my classes are based around like, how do you get an internship? How do you create a network? How wow. do you create a resume? Like life lessons, which is, you're not really taught that in college. So you're not. That's so important. So yeah. And I, I love that I get to teach those things because you're not taught it. So I have a lot of experience in like teaching that part as well now. Um, 
when I got my internship, I just really started to see firsthand what the industry was about. It is glamorous, but it's a lot of work. And there's a lot, a of, lot of long... Yeah. And people don't see that. It's not just... You don't just create a garment and it pops up in the store, you know, a month later. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Kim, right. I know you can relate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm having, having a little bit of a panic attack just hearing you talk about the process because I live it every day. It's not... It's glamorous when it's done. But getting there, it's like birthing triplets. Every single month, basically. Month. Every, single, <laughs> thing, every, yeah. every single day, actually. Every single, yeah, pretty much every day. It's labor pains, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of work that goes in. And I just really saw firsthand for years that, okay, to make a garment, it's a lot of processes. And there's right. the design and the artwork and the production and the um, Cads and the fits. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yes, God. yeah. There's so many different components. And I was really blessed that I really got to see all these different components growing up because right. I wasn't just an intern in one department. They put me in all departments. So I saw from 16 to 20 years old, the full spectrum of the fashion industry. And then I went to FIT, which is a fashion college in New York. And between Oh my, my gosh, is that Tim Gunn? Is that Tim Gunn? Did he go there? I don't know. Designers. I just always want to say that. So I just want to interject that. See? <laughs> <laughs> just, that's all yeah, I always want to say. Designers. That's all. Okay. Go ahead, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that one, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> take it. I like to Amanda, make it work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every morning when I wake up, that is now going to be my alarm clock. Oh Kim my gosh. and Kim saying it together. Designers. That's it. If you don't have it, Amanda, I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I think I'm making it work. I don't know. Each day I'm like, am I working? Is this working? You are total work. <laughs> well, you're not kind of, if it's your passion. So when did you decide to do this and why? So as I was in this, in the fashion industry, I just saw this problem and this was 10, mm -hmm. 10 years ago. So right. I'm 31. So 10 years ago, online shopping really wasn't a big thing. Sustainable big. fashion was not a thing. People were not talking about sustainability 10 years ago at no. all. So I don't want to call me a trendsetter, but I'm going to say it. And like, Let I'm me the say head it. of the curve. Hush, hush, Amanda. <laughs> hush, I'm hush you right now. Shoot, clear. Look, Amanda, you are a trendsetter. We'll take it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> toot your own horn, toot, toot. Because you are, because like you said 10 years ago, this was not even a thing. And now it is like the thing is online I mean, and sustainability and all of that kind of good stuff. And I have to say this, and I've never said this, if this was happening 10 years ago and sustainable fashion and thrifting was all the rage, right. I probably wouldn't have started this because it would have been a really crowded space and it's it's crowded now. So 10 years ago, I just remember being in offices and showrooms in the industry and seeing all of this product all over mm -hmm. and being like, what, what can we do with this product? Nobody knows what to do with these 300 pairs of shoes that are sitting in our closet in the right. office. What can I do to get designers to do something with them. And that was really right. just the, the organic authority. Like, what do I do with this stuff? And um, I was just about to graduate from FIT. I was a senior in college. I had just done all of this fashion experience. I went to high school for it, college. And I had said to my parents, I'm not going to get a job. I'm going to go start oh, a nonprofit. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Lord. Oh my gosh. I just a, Another panic attack has just hit me as a parent. I, I could just see Bo coming. I'm going, you know what, mom? I'm not, I'm not really going to, I just graduated college. You know, um, I'll be starting my nonprofit and living here for another five years. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a parent's dream. <laughs> yeah. That's basically uh, my parents were like, okay, are you sure? Okay. <laughs> they, right. they had a yeah. thoughtful pause, Amanda. They had a thoughtful, like, oh, okay. 
Mm. I will honestly say up until about two years ago, uh-uh. my uh-uh. mom, every couple of months would be like, are you sure you don't want to get a job? Are you sure? And I'm like, no, 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 I got this. And now I think she's kind of been like, okay, maybe she's on to something. So, so Amanda, no, true story, babe. True story. My mom is still, I'm 50. You're 31. My mom is still going, when you get over this TV thing, you know, you can just say, I'm like, mom, I'm 50. I've been doing it for 20 years. There's no getting over it. Okay. It's just, it's this not, is it. we're not getting, this, this is, is it. it. Meanwhile, yes. she's on TV now. Like you brought her <laughs> on TV. Right, right, right. No, I get it, Amanda. I get it. You know, she's still, as up until two years ago. So did she finally get that this is your passion? This is your thing? Maybe we should connect them. Maybe they <laughs> should have dinner and like vent about it together. And then we okay. can join them after for dessert and be like, no, right. we got this. We have this. We have it. We're doing no, the thing. You, you want to stay away from Miss Joe? She, she bites. She's a little bit. Yeah, she, she bites. She doesn't bite hard. It's just a nibble. It's a nibble. Oh. I love it. I love it. I think I need that in my life, actually. We all do. We all need yeah. that accountability. So, I mean, and she's your mom. She wants the absolute best for you. So whatever I, what, what, what made her stop? Was it just the consistency of, of the foundation? The consistency and really, I mean, I, the last year I've had so many amazing opportunities and right. it's almost like that seven year itch where you're like, you're right. in it for seven years and you're like, wait, am I onto something? Like, is this working? Like there are days where I wake up and I'm like, is this working? Is right. this what I meant to do? And then the next day, something really big really happens big. and you're There's like, your answer. You're like, yep. Yep. It happens all the time. And I think my my parents are seeing that now. Like, okay, she's kind of built this. I built it from the ground up. Like mm-hmm. I always tell people, I'm so transparent about this. I don't come from money. And a lot of people, ooh, hold on. Someone's knocking at my door. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you run a foundation. You just got, I it's love just it. constant. No, you, you never know what it's right going to be. There. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you, sir. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, no, UPS, sorry. Um, we get I left it. everybody we get here it. in the back room. <laughs> you know what? Open it up. Open up whatever you got and let's talk about it. Yeah, we, it should, we should actually, we should. It's probably just more marketing materials. It's our, it's probably our, our uh, tags. I love it. Um, sorry. What was I saying? You were starting to talk about how you didn't come from money and. Yeah, and- you didn't come from money. There we go. Um, yes, I'm always very transparent. I don't come from money because a lot of people associate nonprofits and charity with wealth and you start them because you have, you know, a passion and you have money to do it. That was not the case with me. I did not grow up in an affluent, you know, family. I just really at, in college saw a problem and was like, I think I'm going to try and do something about it. And my aunt had actually offered up her basement to me to start this organization because I didn't even have, you know, a basement to start it in. So she said, have my empty basement and, you know, until you get on your feet and figure it out. And that's how I started this. Like literally in an empty basement in my house with one clothing rack from my friends and family who cleaned out their closet and I've built it. So I think going back to kind of like my mom and, and why I'm doing this for years, they saw me in a basement with one clothing rack and like really hustling to start it. And I think now there's so many amazing things that have happened in this organization and in my life, they're like, okay, she's onto something. Like she actually figured it out and has built this, you know, from the ground up, really from the ground up, from the basement up. What what kind of designers do you talk to? What kind of what kind of people really help you in this pursuit? It's a little bit of everything. I I don't want people to think that the designers that donate their stuff to us are these high-end only, you know, really expensive right. pieces. We have brands um, like Rebecca Minkoff and Amanda Uprichard where their pieces retail for maybe $300 a piece or $200 a piece. And it could be $25, $35, $45 on our website. The other part of the spectrum is we actually get some companies who are 
really affordable and their bathing suits are $15, $20 and we sell them for $10. So it's really all different types of of brands. All of it. Any brand that has extra merchandise, I want to be the the nonprofit that they're like, let's just give our our samples to them. Let's give our product to them. So it's all and it's a lot. Types. It's a lot of samples and product. I mean, Amy, my business partner, you know, with, even with our QVC line, Bell by Kim Gravel, she, her whole house, we're building a whole, like, a separate building just to house all of the samples. Wow. All of the wow. samples. So uh, we know where we're going to be giving all of our samples <laughs> to. Starting yes, I would love right that. <laughs> now. Um, so I just, and I know so many people, Amanda, in this industry that honestly, just hearing your you know, story and how you're trying to help people, I- I'm going to shoot them your way. I mean, done, done and done. But how have you been able to help communities and help students and help people? How does it work? And, and how have you been able to give back through this foundation? So basically what we do is after we, you know, people buy stuff on our website and we raise money through merchandise uh, sales and donations, monetary donations, fundraisers, any way we could make money, we then use those proceeds and I go to local schools in New York and I say, what do your kids need? What do your students not have that they need? And something I always stand behind since day one is I never, ever give a school or anybody money. We buy them the supplies. So we always know, one, we're getting them at the best price. And two, the kids are getting exactly what they need. The money's not going anywhere where it shouldn't. Right. So we basically have now helped over 16,000 kids wow. in New York. So it's it's a good... It's a lot of kids. Um, in the beginning, we were giving them very basic things, pencils, notebooks, art supplies, really basic essentials, which is crazy to me that kids don't have they that don't. in school. They don't. They a just lot don't of have kids. a pencil. Yeah. Wow. And, super, and teachers super don't have thing. the resources either to provide them. I mean, you know, teachers come out of their own pocket for resources in the classroom. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely, and I love how you're saying you're just not giving checks because you never know where that money's going to sometimes. You're giving the actual hard goods, which to me um, is impactful right then in that moment. Yep. And it's, you know, it's a very honest conversation. And if an art teacher says to me, you know, I need 300 packs of crayons, well, I will send you 300 packs of crayons. It's <sighs> never like, well, why do you need that? It's just, okay, that's what you need. Right. That's what we'll get you. There's no so, red tape. No, there's really not here. Um, we have started to go on to these bigger projects, which is really nice for the foundation. Um, we had a school in Brooklyn, an elementary school that had a library, a school library with without any books in it, which again is crazy <laughs> to me that there's a school library that doesn't have a book in it. Um, and we provided about $10,000 worth of brand new books for that library. Um, we also are now currently helping to build an arts and theater program for a high school in Brooklyn because they came to me and said, you know, their, their kids are teenagers in, in Brooklyn and it's really easy to get tempted to do bad things when you're outside of school. And it's they want it, it's, you know, it's, it's a true. really tough neighborhood and they wanted to create a safe space in the school so that the kids can actually go there and create music and make like a recording studio and all these different things. And again, it's not a question of like, well, why do you need it? It's like, all right, what do you need? And so now we're helping them to build this arts and theater program. So we're starting to really create these like everlasting projects, which I really mm. love. Um, and school supplies will always have a soft spot in my heart and we will always provide those things. But I really love these like big projects that we're helping to fund that are going to be there for years to decades to come. Well, and two, you can do it all. See, that's the beauty. I mean, is and I always say this to people and maybe you can speak to this too, because with your fashion background and now the foundation, 
if you start small, people always want to start and in two months be, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, you know, have a million downloads on their podcast. They want to have a million dollar business. They want to, you know, be a, you know, an influencer making six figures. It, It just doesn't happen that way in life. I mean, and even if you read stories, right, right, (laughs) I want you to say, yeah, girl, you are so right. You read stories about these overnight successes. Then you talk to someone like you and you hear it's been a seven-year, you know, build. But there's something about, like you said, that little seed that you plant when you were 23 that's now just emerging seven years later. Yeah. And it's, it was, we had a really rough couple of years. I mean, it's hard. You throw in, plus then you throw in a pandemic and that is oh, well, one thing that's, that fit, I know. Yeah, <laughs> just I mean, like, come on. Ruins everything. Right. But I will say this to go along with your point in the pandemic, before the pandemic, the goal is always in someone's mind. I want to build this empire. I sure. want a huge oh, office and I want that and I want those big things. And then the pandemic hit and I became really grateful that I don't have those things because I was actually able to keep going because I didn't have to pay a lot of expenses and all right. these things. So it actually made me really grateful to be like, mm, I'm okay being small right now. We're like, I am the only full-time employee. We are a small but mighty charity. And I love oh, that there's that. not a lot of red tape. I know. I kind of love it. I hate to say it, but I kind of love it. Well, and you're no being prepared. Um, allow me to speak into your life a little bit as someone that's a little older, been on this journey for a little bit longer. You're being prepared for something that if you had now, you wouldn't be able to handle anyway. So just, it's clear your mission. It's clear your focus. Um, Your priorities seem to be just dead on. Um, And when you keep those kids in the forefront and they're the reason you do what you do, you're going to be unstoppable. And I say that to everybody. You know, to me, intention is everything. And how did you have intention like that at 23? How did you know that in your soul? Or did you? Did you just just take one step at a time? For anybody listening who's who's on a... Okay. A hundred percent, one step at a time. Because if you would have told me in college years in my like prime fashion days that I would be running a charity for children. I would have been like, what? I'm going to be doing (laughs) what? And, you know, I just fell into it. Like at 23, I didn't wake up and be like, I'm going to go save the planet and save landfills. I was like, why are do we, why do we have so much shoes and what can I do to fix it? And now every day I don't wake up being like, I'm going to save the world. I just get up and I'm like, all right, I have 30 orders to fill. I have this to do. I have, I just like get up every day and you just do it each day. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. And it builds and builds and builds. That's the way yeah. to do it, Amanda. I really do believe and there's that. highs and lows. I mean, I know you can speak to this, Kim. There are just like, you're at the top of the world one day and then the next day you're at the bottom and then the next day you're kind of back up. And it's just these like wild roller coaster rides as an entrepreneur that if you stay the course, I truly believe this, if you stay the course and there have been many days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. It's <laughs> yeah, too yeah. much emotionally. It's too much. And then, like I said, then this crazy, crazy good thing happens the next thing. You're like, oh, nope, just kidding. I'm going to stick it I'm out. I'm telling a you, you've got to stick it out. Stick it out and um, keep your focus what it should be. And you will literally be unstoppable. You know, success is so different to so many different people. Um, and I, I always say, never chase the money, chase the message, never chase success, chase the work. And the success just is added. You know, it just comes to you easy. Really does. Kim, I'm breaking in here because I'm coming at you with a Zach attack. Oh, Lord. And this is a Zach attack. Hold on, sister. Hold on. 
Amanda, take a drink. Yeah, take a second. Take, take a second. I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. It's the coffee, guys. I need the caffeine. <laughs> Get the caffeine up. And you know what? Amanda does need the caffeine, Kim, because you don't know this, but Amanda and I have conspired on this Zach attack. Y'all are um, evil. Actually, Kim, I, I want to start the Zach attack with an apology, actually, because I never got you a birthday present for when you okay. turned 50 a few weeks ago. Okay. All right. I was wondering when it was going to show up. <laughs> and yep. Yeah, all right. I decided to order you a present, um, and I know it came oh, a Lord. few days ago. Is that um, what this white box is right here? That's what the white box is. Here it is. Oh, yeah, shake okay. it. Uh, hopefully, okay. just it just breaks. It sounds like shattering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's anything it can break. Um, I I want you to open the box. How's Amanda uh, in on this? This is this is a little scary. Well, hold on. Start, look look at the return address of the box first. It's from her. It's a good surprise. I promise it's a good surprise. All right, Amanda, you don't know, I'm going to donate all my stuff to you now, girl. You know and if you don't gonna... like it, if you don't like it, Zach picked it out. <laughs> it was my choice. Yeah, it was my choice. Yeah. Actually, you know what? And uh, Amy was in on this, too, because she gave me a little oh. insider info. I don't trust Amy worth a hoot. You know that. <laughs> oh, I'm opening the box. I have no scissors. Again, my scissors are gone. <laughs> oh, what is all of this? Oh, my Lord. I've hit the jackpot. Girl. Oh, wow. What is all of this? Zach, this is more than one thing, my love. So should, should we tell her, Zach? Tell her, we, like, yeah. So, so Amanda, you, I want you to explain what this is. Um, and then, Kim, oh why don't you God. pick out some of the stuff that's in there? <laughs> oh, I love it's wrapped Dude, in pink. Dude, there right. is so much in here. I have, I can't, oh, my gosh. I hit the mother load. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. giving. I love it. I love it. Amanda, okay. tell us what tell us what she's <gasps> opening and, and what you guys do oh, with some of the fantastic. items that you get donated. So, Kim, last summer we had a hair accessory and jewelry company donate some of their samples. Oh and gosh. it was 75 boxes of hair accessories and jewelry. And I'm talking big boxes. Um, so we have hundreds of thousands of pieces of scrunchies, hair accessories, jewelry. So <sighs> we actually created this idea last year. Year, I was like, I am not selling scrunchies, single scrunchies on my website. This will take us decades to put on. Let's create these mystery boxes where you get to pick your favorite color box. And then we basically hand fill it for your personality or, you know, people buy it as gifts and they say, well, Kim's favorite color is pink. So we throw in some extra pink stuff. So this is one of our mystery boxes where each one is basically one of a kind. We pick the pieces that we think the person's going to like. Oh um, my gosh. And it is Filled. And you know, the best thing about mystery boxes that I think is like, you're not meant to love every single piece. If you do, that's great. But there's so much in them that you're bound to like some of oh, it. Oh, I love so it. many of it. Girl, earrings. We handpicked just for you. These are, we looked at your Instagram so hard oh and all God, your stuff. Your and we were heart. like, Kim loves this. Kim loves a statement earring. She loves a big, bold necklace. Like, I love great hoops. Yes, great we hoops. do. <laughs> there's several Ooh. pair of hoops in here. Yeah, and okay, I have girl. no idea what's in there. Honestly, this is this was the easiest gift I've ever given because well, I was like, yes, this is mystery a good box. Gift for, this is a good gift for men. Men who yes. don't know what to get the woman in their life. Yeah. I love a good... This is a great idea because all of these boxes are so hot right now. Girl, it's going to take me an hour to go through this stuff. <laughs> I love it. And Zach, I'm not going to throw you under the bus, but I will throw you under the bus a little. Oh, thank <laughs> you. So thank you. And run over and one going and going back. Just, yeah, oh, and then back this. up and run over me again. I love <laughs> it. Done deal. 
Um, these boxes are super affordable. I think Zach, would you pay like $25 or $35? I think it was like oh I got gosh. the large box and I think it was 35 bucks. These are so cute. Yeah, and how much is in there, Kim? How many pieces are in there? Oh my like gosh, 30 pieces? Okay, look, I want to say this too. Thank you so much, both of you. Go get one of these boxes. This is so much fun. Like, this is fabulous. My sister and Amy, oh my God. Anyway. Tell us, this, this is, is an audio show, Kim. What, what did you just hold? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is a hair, one of these hair um, tiebacks that are so cute and hairbands and earrings. And I love these earrings. Look at these. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I could be here going through this stuff. I love that you get a card with it. It says your purchase is going to help provide school supplies to students in Brooklyn. Are you on Instagram and everything? Because I've got one last thing I want to do with you, but I want you to go and get your information out to everybody. Yep, we are on Instagram, the Fashion Foundation. And I also want to put in here, Kim, for... You know, this is not just an organization where designers support. The best part about the foundation is that a customer anywhere in this, in the world can go to our website and purchase these things. Right. It's a store. It is essentially a store. So one of the biggest ways people can support us is just go shop. I mean, we're not asking uh, to donate. Monetary donations are great. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to shop, why not shop somewhere like here first and see, can you get something that's fits you and is in your budget and all that stuff? And prices start at $4. So... It's super wow. affordable. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you have got a lot of stuff coming your way from my network of fashion friends um, who owns brands. So uh, I'm, uh, just a shout out right now. Peace, Love World, Renee Greenstein, Lug, um, all of my women power businesses, uh, Laurie Feltheimer, all of you listening right now, because I know you all listen to the podcast. Let's get on board and let's you know help a sister out. Let's help Amanda really make a difference in these young kids' lives. Okay, Amanda, I never let any guests come and go without what I call the rapid fire moment where I'm gonna ask you these random questions. And do me a favor, don't think about it. Don't just turn your brain off and let your intuition start talking. The first thing that comes to your mind, I want you just to answer the question, okay? All right, here we okay. go. Uh, Amanda, name three things that you never leave the house without. My cell phone, a scrunchie, that's a good one. Scrunchies. And scrunchies, scrunchies are back. It's, it's literally in front of me. Scrunchie. Yeah. And scrunchies um, are back. And a water. I'm always afraid I'm going to be dehydrated. Water. <laughs> well, and then That's I'm smart. always afraid I have to pee. What is the biggest mistake you've made with your foundation? Letting uh, too many people know my business. I find that tighter circle sometimes is better. Oh, and drop the mic on that one. That should have been yeah, the last Yeah, I don't question. know. I'm like, oh, should I say that? <laughs> it's uh, absolutely. There, so. And I... Uh, thousand percent agree with you um what is your biggest win from the foundation Oof! honestly the press and the features like i feel like i am i am not a celebrity some i'm not an influencer so the fact that people like you and these other companies and news outlets want to talk about me and talk to me i count each of them as like a blessing and the biggest win of my career if you were a dinosaur what kind would you be zach these this is weird these questions <laughs> Wait, but you know what's even weirder? I'm obsessed with dinosaurs and I watch okay. Jurassic Park okay. all the time. Right? Okay, all so right, there that's you go. a win. So they're not that weird then. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Somebody, I'm going to get from the Dinosaurs Association of America, just like the Cloggers Association that I used to get nails for because I said, why do people clog? I'm going to get it from the dinosaur people. What dinosaur would you be? I was channeling like, my four-year-old, by the way, when I thought about that. Exactly. It's, it's all In my house, it's all dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. I, I at first I was like a T Rex, but I'm like no 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 I'm little one of those little feisty ones that's like the underdog that like is not big. You're a raptor. Like, Are you run. a raptor? Yes. Yeah, like one of the little <gasps> ones. Yep. 
How did I that know what like that run was? Then? And beat everyone. Yeah. But but you're eating meat at that point. You're not a vegetarian. I have right. to, yeah, I guess I have to eat meat. I guess can't have both. <laughs> well, this isn't her dinosaur life. Okay. She could be is it carnivore? Carnivore and her dinosaur. See, don't uh, don't get me on the scientific crap. Let me move on. What's something you'd be we'd be shocked to know about you, Amanda? I have three turtles that I'm literally obsessed with. A turtle? I, can you take it out? Three turtles. I can take them out. They are, when I have a bad day, I, I'm going to sound so weird, but when I have a bad day, I go home and just sit with my turtles, which is honestly most nights. And <laughs> that is like my calming force. <laughs> just give me my, oh my three God. turtles. I wish y'all could have seen turtle? Amanda's face. <laughs> but she could have seen Amanda's face. She said, sit with my three turtles. But you, <laughs> you went into your zen moment there. I love that, Amanda. You made my heart like, sing. That is my zen moment. Yeah. You know what my, my zen turtles. moment is? Your turtles. Mine is the turtles candy, you know, with the nuts and caramel. That's what I say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm going to do that tonight. When I sit with my turtles, I'm going to eat, a turtle, eat your turtle. chocolate turtle and think of you. Do you pet the turtle shell? Do you let the turtle like nibble? Like what? How does that work? Okay. So turtle? you just want to say the word nibble, Zach. Calm down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the best part about my turtles is like, they are, they're literally like dogs. Like I will sit with them, their names, they're, Kim, you're going to die when I, no, tell, tell, when me, I tell you me. their names. We have Chomper, Charizard, and Big Mama. And Big Mama <laughs> is my baby. I'm obsessed with her. She will come up to the tank. She will sit with me. She will let me pet her. Amanda, Those are my three moments. You have just single, single-handedly become my most favorite person on the planet right now. <laughs> I'm a closet weirdo. What can I say? I'm a closet weirdo. You're no, you're not. Your turtle is your spirit animal. That's it. Yeah, they are oh chill. They are relaxing. They have personality. My I parents are gonna it. like. They're gonna be like, that's what you said on this podcast. Like that's okay. the one thing because they know I'm a. Well, we're gonna with them. we're going to we're gonna do this one for your parents. Okay, we're gonna we're, we're gonna just close this out with this one. Who do you think is the hottest celebrity going right now? Like who who would you just kiss on the mouth and make out with right now? Don't say you're turtle now. Let's get somebody, you know. It's not my type in real life, but I've always had a thing for Vin Diesel. And like, a, I know. Really? Kim's face just said it all. Yeah, like like a macho guy. But in real life, that's really not my type. Vin Diesel, I've always I had a thing for Vin it. Diesel. I'm sorry. I can see Vin. I can, I can get with Fast that. and the Furious. I, get with that. Like- I love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fashion, turtles, and Vin Diesel. That's what we've learned. I'm a roller coaster. If, if we've learned anything from this podcast, I am an actual You You are coaster. eclectic and you never <laughs> cease to shock. But most importantly, you just have a heart for, for your foundation and for young people. And so I challenge everybody listening to get involved. Um, go to the website. The website is thefashionfoundation.org and our Instagram is thefashionfoundation. And get involved, y'all. This is so simple to all my fashion friends. Let's get on board and let's change these kids' lives in Brooklyn, New York. Amanda, thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. I love this. This was the best way to start my morning. I love it. I need and this I'm, every morning, Kim. Can we, we do this every morning? Because I like we, this. I really like this. Let's do it. But I'm telling you what I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to go get me a turtle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> and they last forever. They live to be they, like 100. They, nev- so. they never grow old. No. I love it. Okay, Amanda, oh thanks gosh. so much. Come back and be with us, babe. Oh, thanks, I love Amanda. it. Thank you guys so much. Kim Gravel. Zach, I loved Amanda. She was Wasn't amazing. Wasn't she amazing? She really was amazing. And I liked how she knows exactly who she is and what she stands for and why she's doing what she's doing. I mean, clear clear point of view. And thank you for my box. No, you're welcome. I'm glad you like it. 
Oh, honey, it's going to take me. I mean, by the time we get off, my mom gets here for the photo shoot. They're going to be up here, you know, pilfering through all of this stuff. Tear through <laughs> it. Like, it seems, it just seems like it. fun. Like, it just yeah. seems like a fun thing. So. Well, to keep in line with the fashion theme of today's show. Okay. I'm going to show you three things and tell you three things that you can do, like, with duct tape. Like fashion <laughs> things? Yeah, when we get back. Ooh, I can't wait. Let's break, break for an ad. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at MotherUpPod. L-O-L. All right, do you know what this sound is? That was the sound of duct tape coming off a roll. I love the way duct tape smells too. Here's the thing. So for the audience, Kim hasn't told me what she had planned for this. She just said- See, This is how you do it. You, if you want to cut duct tape, what? Look, look, look at this. Act. You can just do like this and cut it right off. <laughs> you don't need scissors. So, you're, so Kim's using her teeth to cut the duct tape. <laughs> That's how you do it in the South. All right. That's, that's how you it. do it. That's why, that's why we all have like, uh, you know, no teeth right here. But this is the sound I love. Because look, growing up, growing up in the South, there was nothing you could not fix with duct tape. I remember my dad like fixing plumbing to get us through until the plumber got there. Um, we had a dishwasher that never worked, but it had duct tape on it. And I don't know. <laughs> Like, we never used it. Like, my dad, would, he was so cheap, he would never fix the dishwasher. But he always used to say, I got dishwashers, you and your sister. So he never fixed the dishwasher. But it had duct tape on it. I'm like, why is there duct tape on the dishwasher? Like, duct tape was everywhere. And, you know, from my pageant experience, I learned many different ways to use duct tape. I'm a little bit scared. How? Okay. Okay. Hit me, Kim. Right, let me Let me ease you in. Okay. The, the first way, and it's so funny because... 
you know, it's so amazing how kids are like the same generation after generation, although the experiences and the circumstances are different. When you, it's like my ki- my boys would find duct tape and they would make wallets. And I remember doing that, making a wallet out of duct tape. So you would just take a piece of paper, you would fold it, and then you would take the duct tape and use it as your seaming, you know, around your wallet. And so I would make wallets when I was little, and my kids did too. Isn't that weird? I never told them how to do that. That's funny. They just they just figured out how to make little wallets. You know, they could put their cash in or whatever yeah. when they were little. Out of, out of duct tape. Out of duct tape. I think I actually, that's funny that you say that. I actually You've think done it. I had a girlfriend in high school who made me a duct tape wallet. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, isn't that, cr- I mean, I don't know what it is. Like I did it when I was young and now my kids are doing it. I just used to do it. So that's one thing. Another thing is you can take duct tape and tape your pinky toe. Like for all you women who wear high heels, you can take your pinky and the toe beside it. Okay. Okay. So your pinky uh, toe and the toe beside it, tape those together with duct tape. And you have to use duct tape because any other tape will crinkle or crack or, you know, not hold its adhesive. When you use duct tape around those two toes, you can wear high heels and your feet will not hurt at all. Wow. And you, you don't know, Zach, but I'm telling you, a woman in high heels, her feet start hurting. And the older you get, like, I just can't wear high heels like I used to without that duct tape trick. The pinky toe, the one right beside it, just tape those together. And don't take it too tight where it turns blue and your feet fall off, okay? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> let it still get the circulation. But if you tape it around, like, one time, you can wear high heels for hours without pain. That's amazing. You know, I wore high heels once uh, for Rocky Horror Picture Show in college. And I was okay. like, like, how do people wear these? <laughs> Zach, do we have any pictures of that moment? I think we do. I think okay. we do. I need to show that for sure. So you okay. could you could have you could have lasted all night long in your Rocky Horror Picture Show debut with the duct tape around those two toes. That's a, that's a real trick that really works. A pageant trick I learned back in the day when I was small breasted, like when I was. <laughs> I know you're like, where's she going with this? I made a push up bra. You can make a push up bra oh. with duct tape. So I'm going to kind of show you what I'm talking about. So you just take the tape, you take oh, Kim, it on the side. Oh, put your shirt back on. Put your shirt Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and you just come around here. Now watch this. Watch what I'm doing. And you just pull this other breast over and you tape it, cut it off, and you have instant lift. And also, ladies, it's a minimizer on the side. So any of that side fat, I call them the ham hocks, that kind of that overflow out of your bra, it pulls that in too. And duct tape makes it last like i've bought so many like nipple covers and i've bought the little push-up inserts you know um that look good on a 16 year old but for somebody that's my age that has you know triple d's and all that it honey those little adhesive things ain't gonna hold nothing much less mine but duct tape will hold them in place and allison you know my sister who's our brand ambassador she tapes her boobs down with um duct tape every show because honey her cup is like running over and has extras for, you know, a milkshake next week. I mean, it is a lot. Are you going on the bra or on the skin? No, you go on the skin, babe. I didn't say it was not going to be painful. Okay. You got, no, the bra, you don't need a bra with the duct tape. This duct tape is your bra. Got it. So when you pull it off, just be careful. Don't rip it. Just really go slow and, and peel it off. But duct tape is a bra, a wallet, and a shoe extender, meaning it will let you wear heels for hours without any pain. 
That's like your whole body. That's like all the way up your whole body. That's my, that's my tips and tricks for the week. If I, you know, I was just imagining if I put duct tape anywhere on my body, mm. I have so much hair that it would it wouldn't work <laughs> out very well for me. Well, that could be your waxing. That could be. Your <laughs> all right. So this is my trick and tip of the day. Uh, if you want to wax your husband's, <laughs> this is just use your husband fill in the blank. Yep. Use duct tape. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Any any part you want. I love it. Oof. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. LOL. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Mixing and mastering by Zach T. Fell of ZTF Studio. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.